while you're clapping your hands to the Lord, let's give him some glory and some thanks for this choir and this music today. What an anointed music ministry God has given us. And I, I tell you, I thank God for it. Because they just, they pray. You should have heard them praying before service. If you, if you wasn't here when they got through with practice. I tell you, they was going to war in this place praying. And uh, that makes a difference. I appreciate every one of them. Y'all did a great job today. Praise God. Today, we're just blessed. And I'm blessed especially because I get to hear one of my favorites. This man has been a friend to me since I have been in the church and has been an example to me and a mentor to me. And I have watched him and gleaned from him over my years of living for God. And I appreciate him so much. Brother Larry Phillips, love you. And Sister Carol, appreciate you and your family so much. He was a dear friend to my pastor. And he's been a dear friend to us. And we love you, Brother Larry. Praise the Lord, church. Praise the Lord is an action word. Let's love him right now, can we? Lord, we thank you today, dear God, for this opportunity to be in the house of God. Hallelujah. We need you today, Jesus. Lord, you are a Savior. You are a helper, Lord. A very present help in time of our need. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Thank you, Brother Jake. And everybody said amen. Praise God. Now, I know some of you are wondering, uh-oh, he's going to preach a long time. He brought his sack lunch with him. That's not a sack lunch, okay? <laughs> Amen. Praise God. God is so good. I want to give honor to our pastor, his precious wife. I think they are the grandest and the best. Y'all get amen there and a good hand clap. They are true pastors. I guarantee you they are. Hallelujah. Been doing them a long time. And it's an honor to call you my pastor. All righty. Praise God. Everybody needs to have a pastor, especially one who preaches the truth. Amen. And, and knows the will and way of God. Praise God. I want to remember in my preaching today the five B's. Anybody remember the five B's of preaching? Be brief, brother. Be brief. Okay. I will try my best to remember that if I can. But if I can't, we'll just have to keep on keeping on, all right? <laughs> you turn with me today, please, to the book of Mark. Book of St. Mark, the fifth chapter. Mark, the fifth chapter. I'd like to read, if I can, verses 1 through 9. Then we'll go over to the book of St. Luke and read a few Scripture verses. And then back maybe one or two verses in the book of Psalms. One verse there in Psalms. Mark the fifth chapter, verse one. They came over unto the other side of the sea into the country of the Gadarenes. And when he was come out of the ship, immediately there met him out of the tombs a man with an unclean spirit. Who had his dwelling among the tombs, and no man could tame him. No, not with chains. Everybody say chains. All right. Because that he had been often bound with fetters and chains, and the chains had been plucked asunder by him, and the fetters broken in pieces, neither could any man tame him. And always night and day he was in the mountains and in the tombs, crying, cutting himself with stones. 
But when he saw Jesus afar off, he ran and worshipped him. And cried with a loud voice and said, What have I to do with thee, Jesus, thou Son of the Most High God? I adjure thee, my God, that thou torment me not. Verse 8, For he had said unto him, Come out of the man, thou unclean spirit. And then I'd like to read, please, in the book of St. Luke, the 8th chapter, verse 26 through verse 29. St. Luke, the 8th chapter, verse 26 through 29. And they arrived at the country of the gathering. This is just Luke's uh, of the same story. Which is over against Galilee. And when he went forth to land, there met him out of the city a man, a certain man, which had devils a long time, wearing no clothes, neither abode in any house but in the tombs. When he saw Jesus, he cried out and fell down before him, and with a loud voice said, What have I to do with thee, Jesus, thou Son of the God most high? I beseech thee, thou torment me not. For he had commanded the unclean spirit to come out of the man, for oftentimes it had caught him. It had caught him caught him and he was kept bound with everybody say chains and fetters and he broke the bands and was driven out of the devil into the wilderness and Jesus asked him saying what is thy name he said legion because many devils were entered into him I'd like to speak just a while today on this thought I refuse Turn and somebody say, I refuse. I refuse these chains. Amen. I refuse these chains. I want you to pray for me today. I feel, I feel like God gave me this to give to you today. I want God, hey, my best for anointing of God. I ask God to anoint your ears. Pray for me right now. Lord, in the name of Jesus, we need you right now, dear God. We need you. Hallelujah, Lord, dear God. Lord, help me to bring this message that everyone here would hear, dear God. If they are chained, oh God, they can be loosed from those chains, oh God. We refuse those chains, oh God. In the name of Jesus, I pray right now, Lord. Have your great way, Lord. Have your way. And everybody said, Amen. Turn to somebody and say, He's going to preach on. I refuse these chains. And you may be seated. God bless you. It's my prayer. One other scripture verse found in Psalms chapter 68. I'd like to get that too before I begin today, if I can. Psalms chapter 68. Now I know Psalms in here somewhere. Psalm 68. <laughs> Psalm 68 and verse, which one am I looking for? Verse 6. Psalm 68 and verse 6. That God saith the solitary in families. He bringeth out those which are bound with chains. But the rebellious dwell in a dry land. I refuse these chains. Ladies and gentlemen, we're living, and I think we all know, in a world that is replete with all kind of problems. Can I get an amen there? All kind of problems. Never before, never before has there been so much stress and so much strain on the general population. Mark chapter 5 tells us one of the saddest stories in the Bible. But let me explain, first of all, and go back a little bit. In chapter 4 of Mark's gospel, Jesus had just stilled the stormy sea of Galilee. He had spoken to the elements. He had rebuked the wind and the rage in the waters and said these words, peace, be still. But storms don't just happen to the elements. Neither are they relegated, amen, just to them. There are storms without. 
Listen carefully. And they are storms within also. Storms within also. You don't have to be devil possessed to be miserable. Do you know that? But here was a man chained by the devil a long time. And I believe today, listen to me carefully, I believe that there are people that you know and people that I know, amen, like Legion who are chained. They are chained, amen. But first, what are they chained? I'll tell you what, they're chained. These chains are invisible. And let me give you a quick story, if I might. When I pastored in Monroe one early one morning, about 2 o'clock in the morning, I just bang, 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 bang on my door. Brother Phillips, Brother Phillips, come out quick. And uh, an evangelist happened to be running revival. He was there with me. I went to the door and opened the door. This man just fell in my living room and just fell on his face and crying, help us, help me, help me. He said, help me. I said, what's wrong, what's wrong? He said, little bitty devil's about this high crawling all over me. I need help, I need help. And we knelt down and began to pray for him, praise God, and cast those devils out of there. I said, get out of that man, get out of my house, and don't you ever come back in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God, because devils are subject to us through the name of Jesus. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. But people are chained. I said invisible chains are chained to their past. Listen to me carefully. Everybody's got a past. And I'm not here to tell you about mine, because before I came to God, amen, I was a sinner. And guess what? Sinners sin. Before I came to God, amen, but I thank God, amen, my life has changed since I come to the Lord Jesus. Praise God. But anyway, people are chained to their past. But Philippians 3 and verse 13 tells us to forget those things that are behind or forgetting those things which are past, like my failures. Come on, say it with my, my failures, my regrets. Come on, amen, my could-haves, my should-haves. Amen. People say to me sometimes, Brother Phillips, God just won't forgive me. I've been too bad, Brother Phillips. I've just been too bad. But I got news for you, friend. You've never been too bad that Jesus can't forgive you of your sin. Am I right? I don't care what you've done, where you've been. Amen. Jesus will forgive you of your sin. There is only one sin that cannot be forgiven, and that is blaspheming the Holy Ghost. We had to be careful, amen, every word we say concerning the move of God. I've heard people talk about shouting service and say different things. I thought, dear God, if they ain't careful, they're going to blaspheme the Holy Ghost. Help us, Jesus. Let me tell you something about this past if I can. Amen. I, I, I've been, I know what it is in my past. I know, amen, but the past, amen, is not the present. I'm living right now in the present, praise God. The Bible tells me that my sins, amen, uh, have been forgiven. And Jesus has put my sins as far as way as the east is from the west, never to remember them anymore. And remember, when you start out east, and if you're going around this country, amen, you'll never find the west. You just keep on going east, you'll never find the west. And that's what Jesus said, I'm going to put your sins as far away as the east is from the west. Somebody ought to shout about that now. I'm mean, glad God did that for you. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. I refuse this chain. Amen of my past. Praise God. It's, it's, it's been forgiven. I refuse it. I will not be bound with my past anymore. I said, I will not be bound with my past anymore. Hallelujah. 
God put it into a sea of forgetfulness, never to remember it anymore. He put it behind his back. And I refuse, I refuse, amen, to be bound with my past. Hallelujah. Then I have to remember, amen, that there are a lot of people that are chained to unforgiveness. It's amazing. I, I told my wife just recently, she reminded me this morning, if you're like me, sometimes we, we can have somebody does something wrong to us years ago, and we freeze frame that instant right then. And we have a, a tendency to remember it. I'm telling you, today, melt that thing down. Come on, get it out of your life. Amen. Don't let that thing begin to bother you and hinder you anymore. Forgive and you shall be forgiven. Matthew chapter 6, verse 14 and 15. Matthew chapter 6, verse 14 and 15. If I can turn there right quickly to that. Hallelujah. 4, 14 and 15. For if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you forgive not men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. It's just that simple. If you forgive, you will be forgiven. Come on, you will be forgiven. Let me tell you something. When you won't forgive, you lock the door to your own prison. Do you hear me? If you will not forgive somebody, you lock the door to the own, your own prison. And you're never going to get out until you forgive. I, I told this story before. i got to tell it again. It just booped in my mind. When I was in the insurance business, I used to collect this man. He was a cusser. Oh, he cursed constantly. Just, I come up and say, hey, Mr. So-and-so. Dear Lord. Anyway, he, I, I'd make my collection from him, and, and he would curse me going away just hard. And I thought, dear Lord, you know. But before I left, I said, I love you. He gave me that mean look. I jumped my car and cut out. Next month, I come back. Man, he's cursing me, getting out of my car. whole time I'm there trying to collect from him. I'm leaving now. He still cursed me. I said, I love you. This went on and on several times. Pastor, and amen, finally. Amen, after many, many times doing that, I, I, he, I come and I looked at him. And anyway, I collect the book and I, I started to leave. And, and I turned, didn't hear the cursing. I said, I love you. And he said, I love you too. <laughs> I'm telling you, we can win them. I said, you can win them. Your worst enemy, you can win them. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I refuse this chain of unforgiveness. I refuse to be bound, amen, by somebody that I haven't forgiven. I, re, I, re, I refuse that chain. I will not be bound anymore by that chain of unforgiveness. I refuse, amen, to be bound by it. I refuse the chain of unforgiveness. I will not be bound by it. Then... They are people that are chained to fear. The Bible tells me in 2 Timothy 1 and 7, But God hath not given us a spirit of fear, but one of power and of love and a sound mind. I'm, I'm glad you got a sound mind. <laughs> Some of these unbelievers out there see us shouting, carrying on. Boy, they've lost their mind. 
I have lost my mind. And it's all in Jesus Christ. Praise God. Can you say praise the Lord? But there are people, they're chained to fear. Amen. They're chained to fear. The fear of dying. Let me tell you something. You're here today and you you have a fear of dying. Come to this altar. Repent of your sins. Let pastor baptize you in Jesus' name. Let God fill you with the Holy Ghost. And you don't have to worry anymore about dying. Because, friend, let me tell you something. The Bible says to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. Hallelujah. What a glorious thing. Amen. If we die, praise God, I'm going to be right by his hand. I'm going to be right at his feet worshiping him. It's going to be a glorious time. So don't you all cry and squall for me when I get out of here. So he preached about that just a while back. Fear. Fear. Some people, they're afraid of spiders. Other people are afraid of height. Sister Phillips, Sister Carol is afraid of snakes. If she stepped on a snake, she could climb the Empire State Building three floors at a time. Oh, yes, you could. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Listen to me carefully. I know the psalmist David said, you know, in the, in the 23rd Psalm, said, I will fear no evil for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Uh, there are some people go to heaven first class. Then others go second class. The second class, folks, were those who said, what time I am afraid, I will trust. Then the first class, a first group of people who were the first class group of people going to heaven said, I will trust and not be afraid. And that's exactly where, you know why? Let me tell you something about fear, folks. Fear is the greatest enemy of the human race. It's not the atomic, uh, the hydrogen bomb. It's, it's the greatest fear of everything. All kind of fear, amen, we have in the human race. Fear is the father of all cruelty. Fear is the devil's other name. Amen. Fear robs our souls of sunshine, joy, amen, and being positive. Come on now. Amen. Fear impairs our reason. Fear eats the hero out of our heart. Come on. And I'm going to tell you something, friend. I am saying right now before y'all that I refuse that chain. I will not be bound by it anymore. I am not afraid, please God, because he said I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. I'll be with you always to the end of the world. And wherever you go, you will not walk alone. There's somebody going to walk with you. His name is Jesus. Hallelujah. Aren't you glad? You got somebody, amen, that said I'll be with you even to the ends of the world. Praise God. Hallelujah. Then there are those people who are chained to hopelessness. Ecclesiastes 9 verse 4 tells us, For to him that is joined to all the living, there is hope. For a living dog is better than a dead lion. Took me a long time to grab a hold of that one, brother. It took me a long time. But a living dog is better than a dead lion. There is hope beyond our regrets. And I guarantee you there's not a person in this building today that doesn't have some type of regret. But I want to tell you right now, there's hope beyond your regrets. 
Come on, say it with me. There's hope beyond my regrets. Say it right. Come hope beyond my regrets. There's hope beyond my regrets. Praise God. Hallelujah. And this hopelessness. Because I have hope. The Bible tells me hope thou in God. My hope is in Him. My health is in Him. My life is in Him. Everything I need, Sister Candy, is in Him. And therefore, this hopelessness, I refuse that chain. I will no longer be bound by hopelessness. I will no longer let it bind me, amen. I'm through with you, hopeless. There is hope in God. Hallelujah. I've got hope in you. I've got hope in my friends. I've got hope in my pastor. I've got hope, I'm telling you. Dear God, we need to have hope in God. Somebody shout amen. Hallelujah. We need hope. Then there is a chain of loneliness. Genesis 2 and verse 8 says, and God said it, said it's not good for the man to be alone. Loneliness means unhappy. Loneliness means isolated. Loneliness can mean that you're longing for a friend. Listen carefully. You can be lonely in the midst of a thousand people or on the streets of New York City. Come on now. Well, Brother Phillips, what's, what's, what's the solution to this? Everybody say, make a friend. No, no, no. Make many friends. Make as many friends as you can. Because a man, a friend, loveth at all times. Brother, I'm so glad you've loved me the whole time. Praise God. I, I love you. And I'm so thankful, amen, that there is a friend that sticks closer than a brother. He'll never leave you. Never forsake you. I said, never forsake you. You'll never walk alone. i got to get that to you. You'll never walk alone as long as you've got Jesus Christ in your life. Let me go on if I can. I refuse that chain. Then there is a chain of worry. Everybody say worry. The chain of worry. And I guarantee you one thing, it's one of the worst, this chain of worry. Let me just, let me, let me say if I can something I can. Um, Psalms 37 verse 1 says, fret not because of unbelievers. And of course, uh, that, that scripture verse shows the happy state of the godly and the short-lived prosperity of the wicked. Psalms 37 and 1 could be read appropriately as, don't fume or don't worry. Worry means, amen, to cause to feel troubled. Worry means that you're uneasy. It means to make you anxious or distressed. Now let me give you 12 things about worry. Can I do that? Worry is unreasonable. Worry is sinful. Worry never solved a problem. Worry never paid a debt. Worry never made a burden lighter. Worry never made, amen, a car start. <laughs> Worry never made a mule pull the plow. Worry never, amen, stopped a pain. Worry never turned a wrong to right. Worry never made an enemy friendly. Worry kills more people than work. You know why? Because people rather worry than work. Don't throw no stones at me yet, okay? 
Dear God. About this thing about worry. People rather worry than work unless uh, there are people that worry about being thin except those who worry about being fat. The thin says, I don't want to be fat. And the fat's worrying because it can't be thin. Maybe there's a happy medium in there somewhere. I stepped on the scales this morning. I started to kick them real good. How could that be? Monday morning, it was three pounds less. Then we went out to eat with you, Brother Mike. You carried us that wonderful place. What's, what was it called? Longhorns. <laughs> I was doing good until I went to Longhorns. And I thought, you know, well, I'm going to do right. So Sister Phillips always lets me have the salad. And we get, um, we get salmon, don't we, honey? Where are you at? Where's honey at? There she's back there. We get salmon. And she usually cut it right down the middle. Lo and behold, she gave me the thick part. She got the thin part, and I got the big thing. And I ate all that salmon, everything. I ate all that, that, uh, all that good stuff, you know, the salad and all that, and all the bread and everything. And it seemed like every time I ate a piece of bread, they bring some fresh bread. And somebody said, "Boy, this bread's good." Yes, yeah, sure is, man. It's good. And I continued to eat bread, 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 bread. And then it wasn't long before I had some dessert, dessert, dessert. And then I stepped on those scales, and Lord, behold, three pounds more. I don't understand it. A happy Christian once said, I have no time to worry. In the daytime, I'm too busy. At night, I'm too sleepy. Anybody heard of the worry cow? How many heard of the worry cow before? The worry cow. The story goes that the worry cow could have lived till now, but she feared the hay wouldn't last all day, so she choked herself to death. There are a lot of people that are afraid of the dark. I read a story about a little girl. Her mom said, honey, said, would you go out on the back porch and get the mop for mommy? She said, my mother said, it's dark out there. And mom said, well, honey, said, don't worry about that. Said, Jesus is out there on the porch. So the little girl cracked the door about that much. And Jesus, if you're out there, would you please hand me the mop? <laughs> Fear and worry. All these things. Hey, there is no place for all these things in a child of God. And I renounce them. I rebuke them in the name of Jesus. Jesus said, I give you joy, unspeakable and full of glory. I give you power over all the enemy. Hallelujah. And nothing is going to stand before you. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, who knows who the great I am is? Raise your hand if you know who the great I am is. 
Well, he is the great I am. Jesus Christ is the great I am. But he also tells us that I am. You see, there's 40 of them. I hope, I get, I hope I'm not going too long. I am a child of God. Come on. I'm redeemed from the hand of the enemy. I am forgiven. I am saved by grace through faith. I am justified. I am sanctified. I am a new creature. I am a partaker of divine nature. I am redeemed from the curse of the law. I am delivered from the powers of darkness. I am led by the Spirit of God. I am a son of God. I keep in safety wherever I go. I'm getting all my needs met by Jesus, casting all my cares on Jesus. I am strong in the Lord and the power of his might. I am doing all things through Christ who strengthens me. I'm an heir of God. I'm a joy with Jesus. I'm observing and doing the Lord's commandments. I'm blessed going in. I'm blessed coming out. I'm an heir of eternal life. Hallelujah. I'm blessed with all spiritual blessings. I'm healed by his stripes. I'm exercising my authority over the enemy, above only, not beneath. Hallelujah. I am more than a conqueror. More than a conqueror. More than a conqueror. I said I'm more than a conqueror establishing God's word on earth. I'm an overcomer by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of my testimony. Amen. I am daily overcoming the devil. Amen. I'm not moved by what I see. I'm walking by faith and not by sight. I'm casting down vain imaginations. Hear me now. Casting down vain imaginations. Oh dear God, help us now. Bringing every thought into captivity. Being transformed by the renewing of my mind. A labor together with God. The righteous of God in Christ. I am an imitator of Jesus. I am the light of the world. I am blessed the Lord in all times and continue to praise the Lord with my mouth and everybody said amen. amen. I'm about to give out a breath here on that one. Isn't God good? Folks, let me tell you something. I've been living the Lord about 50 years. And it hadn't been roses all the way. But I knew a precious lady that said, it's roses along the way. I'm talking about Sister Eberhardt. Long before I ever pastored a church, I used to visit with my pastor. We'd go to the hospital together. And he would always, he'd say, now, Brother Larry, when you pastor, I thought, I'm not going to pastor. He said, now, when you pastor, remember this, do this. He said, when you pastor, when you pastor. We'd come through Monroe, Georgia, and ride through, and he said, now, this would be a great place for church. It's not a place that has an apostolic Jesus name church. And he looked at me and said, it would be a great place. <laughs> Next thing you know, I'm in Monroe. <laughs> Starting a church. Been some good times, been some bad times. I've been beat up. I think I told you all that. I got beat up bad because I was trying to help a man's wife and children, a son and daughter that was on drugs bad. And I was praying for him and trying to get them to God and praying for him in the altar. He didn't like it. He came down to the altar one time and kind of stiffened up, you know, walked away. And he said, I don't know why Jesus wouldn't give me the Holy Ghost. 
And that rascal started calling me at 3 o'clock in the morning. Ring! Hello? Boy said, I'm going to kill you. Click. Next morning at 3 o'clock, everybody said, ring! What did the boy say? I'm going to kill you. Next morning at 3 o'clock, guess what happened? Ring! I'm going to kill you. I said, I've never done anything to you. Why you want to kill me? <sighs> Long story on this one. Down at the Dairy Queen or whatever it was. Fixed lead to go home. Just my two dollars had just left to go. And uh, about that time, me and another preacher walked out of the door to go get in our cars. Here this man came along. Had a big old steel bar in the hand about that long, about that big round. And I'm walking toward him. And God said, what are you going to do? I said, Lord, I'm going to be nice. I, that's what you, I said, I'm going to be nice to him, Lord. I'm going to be nice. And brother Ed, I walked up and as they, him and two other guys, and one of them had the big steel bar. And about that time, I said, hey, and I told call his name. I wouldn't mean you would call his name, but hey, about that time, a big steel bar wrapped behind my head right here. And I'm talking about seeing stars boom out loud. And that's when he told me, he said, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill you. And talking about forgiveness. Folks, we have to forgive. We have to forgive. Thank God he didn't kill me. I went to the hospital one day, and I usually my thing was to visit every room. And I was walking in, knocked on the door, and this voice said, come here. And I walked in, and there he lay. And I was going to go over and pray for him. He said, get out of here. I want you to pray for me. I said, okay. So Jesus healed me anyway, Lord. Been some tough times in those 50 years. But Sister Candy, there's been some glorious times. Lord, dear God, the joy and the glory outlasts all those problems. Hallelujah. There's been some shouting good times. Amen. On the hills of glory. Amen. Speaking in a heavenly language that only God can give. Everybody shout amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Prophesying and preaching. Amen. And witnessing to people all over everywhere we come. Let them know, hey, I've got something you need. I've got something you, you want, friend. You ought to come on down to where I go to church. Amen. You can find it. I'm talking about the baptism of the Holy Ghost of God. I think I'm on time. If I do any more, I'll have to repent for the five B's. It's worth every long mile and every test and every trial you've ever gone through. Believe me, it is. If I die tonight or before I get home, amen, I'll just say one thing. I've done my best. I've lived for you, Jesus. I've tried to serve you the best I can. I'm glad my past has been, amen, forgiven. It's in the past. It's not the present. I'm not going to be bound by that anymore. 
I'm not going to be lonely anymore. I'm not going to be unhappy anymore. All those, that worry chain, amen. I, I say worry chain. I'm not going to worry anymore. I refuse that chain. I refuse all those things. Come on, everybody say, I refuse. I refuse to be bound. I refuse, amen. I refuse, amen, not to live to the fullest that God wants me to live. Joy, hallelujah. Amen. When I get up in the morning, it's hallelujah. Praise God. This is the day that the Lord hath made. I will rejoice and I will be glad in it. Bow your heads. Precious Lord. Dear God, we thank you for your word today. I've done my best, oh God. Lord, these chains... And the song said, the chains that seem to bind you will fall powerlessly behind you when you begin to praise Him. And I refuse these chains of all these things I appreciate, my past. Dear God, the worry, the loneliness, all those things we preached about today. Dear God, I refuse to be bound by them anymore. I refuse those chains. Dear God, help everyone today. Help everyone today, dear God. And let, let me just say this. Would you stand with me, please? And maybe you or somebody in this congregation needs to come up here. One of these things I've talked about. Maybe it's fear. Maybe it's worry. Maybe it's loneliness. All those things. You could come up here and grab that chain and throw it down and say, I refuse that chain. I will not be bound by it anymore. Hallelujah. Take somebody by the hand. Precious Lord, once again, we thank you. And we thank Pastor for giving us this opportunity to speak today. I pray, God, that I have done thy will. I pray, Lord God, that we will remember these things. Oh, God. And may the words of our mouth and the meditation of our heart, that they have been acceptable unto you, O God. Our health, our strength, our Redeemer, our Lord, our God. We ask your blessings in Jesus' name. Clap your hands one more time to the Lord, would you? God bless you. Just praying the promise of the word, that preached word, instills faith. Faith comes by here and hearing by the word. And, and uh, faith will help you throw those chains down. That help you live live without that stuff. God said His word would not return void, and so you just look to be free. It's the, God's let us pointed us in that direction. The whole service, with from Amen to let it be so to this is the beginning. Well, when you throw those chains down, Amen. This is the beginning of new life. Walking in liberty, walking free of these things. Let me tell you, you can do it today. It can happen in this place today. You believe that? Praise God. God's been good to us. Isn't he good? Give the Lord another hand clap of praise at this house. Appreciate my good friend. Appreciate him preaching to us today. I appreciate the spirit of the Lord we felt in this house. It's been wonderful. Let's lift our hands together. We'll pray and by this prayer we'll be dismissed. Lord, we love you and praise you today. We thank you for what you've done in this house, in this hour, in this day. We thank you, God, for moving in our presence. We believe today that people have been healed and delivered and set free. We believe chains have been laid down today. And Lord, we believe that new lives are starting today. 
And we're going to give you praise for it right now. Thank you for all that you do for us. Let us walk out of this place today in liberty. Serve you with gladness in Jesus' name. Everyone said amen. One more hand clap and shout to God. Thank you, Brother Larry. Love Brother Larry and his family so much. Praise God. Remember prayer tomorrow night. Encourage somebody to come with you. Let's come pray. And then Wednesday night, God's doing great things. You don't want to miss any service. If you can be here, be here. I know some people have to work. Things go on. But if you can be here, be here because you don't want to miss what God's doing. Don't forget the bake sale and different things that are going on. We love you. Have a great afternoon. Be blessed in Jesus' name. You can be dismissed. God bless you.